0: Welcome back to the House of Herbie podcast. I am your host, Queen Herbie, and my uh, co host, Jedi Nick, is here as well. Hey.
1: hey. Uh,
0: and the poodles are here, but they are running amok. We don't know exactly.
1: We have Gareth.
0: Oh, there's a Garage you going to come up, Gary? Does he, do you all call in your their- dog like 18 different names, too? <laughs> His name is Gary, but we call him many, many things. Mm-hmm. But today in particular, it's a special episode of House of Herbie because Nick and I are celebrating 17 motherfucking years, uh, not of marriage, but of 17 years ago, we made out for the very first time. <gasps> what? September 9th, 2005? Ouch. Maybe. That hurt to say. I'm sorry if you're triggered. <laughs> it's a
1: long ass time. It does
0: sound like a long ass hey, time. Hey, congrats. Hey. I'm gonna give you a thank we'll, you.
1: We'll we'll do a formal shake. We'll shake hands later.
0: Thank you. Yeah. And we were talking about last week about like being in your purpose, how to get started, all these things. Like Nick and I have seventeen years of experience not only being a couple, partnership as a couple romantically, but also personally and business wise, we've done a lot of shit.
1: We have. I never wanted to date a musician. Just FYI.
0: (laughs) Just for the record. That's all I have to say about (laughs) it. Okay.
1: I went to Berkeley. So we met at Berkeley College of Magic. and College of Music in Boston. Okay. Music school. And uh, it wasn't
0: actually magic school. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't go to magic school after all. That's where we met. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been sent... This is champagne. I want to thank Bel Air. I'm excited to try this. This is their lux. There, this is not sponsored. I guess it is technically sponsored because they sent us the the box, but we're not being paid for this. We're excited to drink this to celebrate our 17th uh, anniversary of making out in a laundry room in Boston. I didn't want to date a musician either. I wanted to yeah, date right. You're a just billi- <laughs> saying that because I said it. <laughs> I wanted to date a billionaire so that I could just do whatever the fuck I wanted. Oh yeah, you fucked that up. Yo, I could have. And I'm like, I'm from Maine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it worked though.
0: It it, it did work. Uh
1: oh. Congratulations. Let's get are we gonna talk about are it? Gonna, okay, okay I'm gonna open this and make stop. a toast,
0: say something I'm nice just, for I'm me. Holding it very uh Just don't point it at Alex or the laptop. <laughs> hey <laughs> All right, we're doing this. So so we met in Boston 17 years ago and Nick was a trombone player. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Uh, what is I was the best singer in the land. You were. No, I came from Nebraska all people pleasery Yeah. And I was ready to do anything so I. that I needed to be done. To is
1: this is for Alex. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: No, you you know get to drink, to you get understand. to drink from the Tiffany's glass. The Tiffany glass. <laughs> oh, a deep pour. This is a how we do pour. it. There you go. Let's get weird. That's how we do it on HOH. <laughs> 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 all right. Hey. Hey. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you all for celebrating with us. Yeah. Hey. Thanks, Alex. We love you as much as we love each other, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Good run, huh? Good run. You want to go for another 17? Mm. Wait. Oh, yeah. It's oh, sweet. This is my new favorite. Okay, Bel Air, Lux. We thought it would be cool to talk about being in a relationship and, like, how kind of our perspective on it, because I know it's going to be different for everybody. Not everybody is. Dating a trombone player, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's your first piece of of advice. Now, 17 years ago, we were what, 19? 18? 19? Uh, 19. Okay. When you meet your soulmate or whoever, you know, the person that you want to partner with for life, your life partner at 19. (laughs) Don't do the clampers. You know, (laughs) I, I was just coming out of a really bad, weren't you coming out of a relationship too? Oh, yeah. Somebody in, yeah, somebody in Nebraska like broke my heart. I I was like, that was the first time I ever experienced being in love. And I was like, mm. what the fuck is this? So I thought there's no way I'm ever going to find somebody like this. I'm just going to go and like be a hustler and get my shit together in Boston. Yeah. So I got to Boston and I dated like everybody that like I even was remotely interested in. Oh, you did? I did. Oh. I dated. I was like, let's go on dates. Everybody date me, yes. It was so fun. I just (laughs) figure out what I wanted, and and then that's when I started to get really discouraged because I was like, oh, there's nobody that is exactly what I'm looking for. Mm. So shout outs to anybody who feels like they lost the love of their life. You know, their first true love, the person that like drives you so crazy you can't sleep or think or eat, and then you lose them, and you're like, fuck me, like I'm never gonna find somebody. Even remotely like that, even though I know they're so bad for me, it's such a strange. Because you're young. <laughs> you're young. Because you're young. Listen, you're young. It's the young
1: love. That's what it is. You're a fucking idiot. When you're fourteen and fifteen, you're like, I love him. Oh
0: my god. That's it. We're, We're dead getting together. Mar-
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah. At the time, it feels like it. Woo. And then ten years later, you're like, I'm a fucking idiot. Doesn't mean it wasn't real at the time. Tr- doesn't mean it wasn't real. Okay. Thank but you. maybe, you know, once you zoom out and have a little bit more life experience, <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, cool.
0: This is how spirituality is gonna get woven into this podcast because I didn't know at 19 years old that God, source, the universe, goddess, whoever you want to call it, had a plan for me, slash my higher self had a plan. That I did I just wasn't on earth, you're like, it's so dense here, y'all. You don't know. So I got to Boston, dated all these people and then eventually ended up with a trombone player. And I was like really scared. Right. When you. So you're out here like trying to find the love of your life and then you finally find somebody you really fuck with and you're like terrified so that I remember very clearly. And then you were like you were like ready to go and I was like, so Well, pump the brakes. And so then listen, I listen, was feel like, feel, feel, Okay, well right. we're being serious. And then you were like, pump the brakes. So there was a time <laughs> there was a yes. time frame when we fought each other a little.
1: Oh yeah. Well oh, yeah, absolutely. A lot. So we are very different. We are the same in so many ways. Yep. We are also polar
0: opposites for my astrology babes we're born two days apart in the same year so we finally get serious and we're like oh shit we're about to graduate college music college with a music degree but there were it was like it was like the recession of 2009 or something no jobs
1: housing crash housing
0: crash we're like oh shit like i had like four roommates or something at the time and it was like okay well we're gonna work our day jobs and we're gonna we're gonna make music. So
1: we were we were separate. We when did we start making music together? I don't know. It was like it was uh, it, well, senior year of college. We knew of each other though. Mm-hmm. We played in a bunch of different shows. You were one of the on call like you know singers that would come I in was the and they would be background singer. Singing. And I was a uh, I was the drunken trombone player in the back. Where we a just Berkeley knew each other.
0: Story. <laughs> So we get out of college and it's a recession and we start a band and I'm working in an online music school at the time, which I've told you a little bit about this job and you were like, you need to quit. We need to like (laughs) take Carmen seriously. And I was like, quit. I need my health insurance. I need my hourly pay. I need my commission checks. That's true. I did make you quit, didn't I? You made me quit. Sorry, Sorry
1: guys. Sorry, everybody. Eventually, <laughs> my, <Music>. eventually
0: my <laughs> boss at Berkeley Music made me quit. Yeah. He encouraged us to watch Pomplamoose on YouTube, Yeah. which is a little duo, another couple that was like making cover songs on YouTube. And he was yeah. like, yeah, this is it. And I was like, uh, how are we ever going to do this? He just bought a wooden box at Guitar Center. <laughs> He's playing it like a drum. The yeah. ca- you played the Cajon. I
1: did. I learned how to. I learned guitar. Do that. I'd always had some kind of set of hands, and I played in a salsa band for a while at Berkeley.
0: We had people close to us that were supportive. Like mm. I remember our first show. We booked a show for Carmen, and we we played for four hours straight in a bar. Never. I think your hands I- were bleeding. <laughs> it was. We were not prepared.
1: Dude, this is crazy. I haven't no, thought about this used shit to in perform a long on fucking time. Newberry street. We played on the street, so we literally set up a fucking. I show up in a fucking box. And you had a in mic. A
0: <laughs> <laughs> now he's not playing the box. He's in it. <laughs> we should find an old picture, Alex, and put it up of us performing on Newbury Street. Oh, we so we was pop out of this box, right? No, we, take, we took the train. Yes. With we had the huge... instruments and a speaker and two microphones and a boom <laughs> stand. That was the initial grind and kind of what locked us into our relationship. I never had any doubts that we were going to do this. So when you meet the right person, I do believe that your your paths will align in such a way. And you will know uh, with your intuition, which will be another episode of House of Herbie. We got to talk about intuition, like a whole episode about it. Yeah. But at the time, even at 19, I didn't even know the word into, I couldn't even spell intuition. I didn't know what it was, <laughs> I still can. but you feel it. You feel it when you're with that person and you start to like mold this new path together. This is your life partner. This is not just somebody you have sex with. This is not just somebody who comforts you when you're down. Like this is like y'all are doing life together. That was our, I think that was our focus. Let's talk about working together.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Okay, because it's also intense. We are two creative people with creative jobs. Yeah. And, and it took you a need long to time. also have this understanding that you're going to be f- out here with your emotions always. Like, I'm crying constantly. You never cry. It's very confusing. <laughs> I'm, I'm like,
1: Irish from the Northeast. My, had have, my tear ducts removed have, when I like, was nine. You have anger,
0: right? You have yeah. more anger, which is a very male, female absolutely. dynamic. Absolutely. And that's
1: how I have. We, you know have been programmed to show my emotions. correct
0: men are not allowed to anger be sad
1: is, anger is acceptable sadness is not
0: some psychic people some astrologers and people have told us that we are sort of like i don't know if twin flame is the right phrase but we're so we have like sibling energy whatever that means it, it is close. it is kind of sibling energy but in like the best way right and so we more have chosen to do life together and we've done it big and we have so many other plans big y'all life. big life
1: Queen Herbie album 2.
0: <laughs> <Big> laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to be able to also you're a blessing cuz I'm so serious y'all. He keeps me Don't laughing. Point at me. I know old people say this. They're like, he keeps me laughing. Yeah. <laughs> like I was in here the other day in the office and like the like the Apple speaker just came on. It was creepy. Y'all. I love when that happens. Cause I'm like, the spirits are here.
1: They're listening.
0: And it was Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon Osbourne talking mm. about their relationship. And I was like, damn, this is the next podcast. Oh, Cause they said the same shit. Like Ozzy's crazy. He's office rocker and Sharon is crazy too, but they compliment each other perfectly. He keeps oh, her laughing. God.
1: That is one thing I can say that I've learned. Everybody's crazy. Everybody, Everybody. Ev- you are never going to find someone who isn't crazy. It's how your Sorry your dual you. crazies actually like balance. You need compatible
0: other. crazies. Compatible crazies.
1: You need compatible t shirt. T shirt number three. We're not going to make none okay. of these. Okay. T- none Thanks of these. For t- me on my been... anniversary. <laughs>
0: So what happens if we get divorced like next year? Are they going to delete <laughs> this episode or is that going to They're be- going to
1: come back to look at all the things and be like, this is not what you're supposed to do. uh uh-uh. Clearly, do not Clearly,
0: work. we have a case study here. <laughs> also, you need to be able to joke about that, y'all. You don't know where life is going to go. You just don't. Yeah. Any fucking true. thing can happen to where your path is no longer aligned. And I just- This is really advanced. I know this is kind of hard to even wrap your head around, right? You're so serious about finding your partner, your life partner, and you fall in love and all this stuff, and you do 17 years together, right? And even if after 17 years, you're like, this isn't it. This isn't right. Whatever my next chapter is, is, is like we're not in the same scenario. Like mm-hmm. you need to be willing to surrender to that. I know that's scary and heavy and people hate the word divorce, but it's like, it's like <laughs> 50% of people get divorced. It's- I wish it wasn't so stigmatized. Yeah. I know so I many people okay. that have separated and parted ways that are like so much happier now. It doesn't have to be messy. I mean, it's messy.
1: So one thing too, not to get super in the woo-woo shit, but we've been reading a lot of reincarnation books or people under hypnosis therapy talking
0: about shit. Which has actually answered a lot of questions about it's our crazy. relationship. We're like, crazy. oh, it makes more sense because it doesn't make sense in the world. But when you when you think of our souls being like eternal and coming back to like, Pay not pay, but like work through karma and learn
1: under hypnosis they all say um sex is a trap yeah they're like sex is such a trap on earth because it's so intense it's it's so like apparently having like a human body as compared to other places you can incarnate is like such an intense that you always use the word dense such dense. a dense experience it's like way too heavy it's so um
0: Yeah, sex is a trap for sure. And so
1: sex is a huge part of that. So if like sex dominates everything because it's so powerful, it's way too good. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm not saying
0: it's not wonderful and amazing and valuable. It's just... Can't wait to have it one day. (laughs) Someday we're going to do it. (laughs) Someday. (laughs) We all just need to be a little bit more free and loose and surrendered. So that's kind of been our theme. We have a theme every year of our relationship. We're like, wow, this part of our, you know...
1: Queen Herbie, keep it loose.
0: Keep it loose. What do they say? Carry the pails. Like some days you're just like carrying the pails yeah, of that's water. A, that's
1: a surrender thing.
0: Some days you're just like, some days your partner will be sick or in a bad <laughs> mood or yeah. have somewhere they have to be. And you're like at home by yourself. Like, Oh shit, what do I do?
1: And we also, we had a, during the pandemic there, we know a lot of people that didn't make it through the pandemic. Cause that was a very, just such a crazy, unique situation. People whose situation. relationships didn't make it. Right. Right. Thank you for clarifying. They, uh, so for us, for our example, we just had one big open room with no walls.
0: <laughs> we so we stay in a loft. Yeah, we stay and in so a loft. It, so... there's only like a door for the bathroom. That's it. <laughs> and we actually and they did... were like stay safer at home. We were like, huh? Uh huh. Cool. We actually did fine.
1: There are times when we were like, hey, bro, hey, bro, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Hey, yeah. shut up. But they no for that the most really part...
0: that exactly what you just did is like <laughs> a constant it in a in a healthy relationship. I think.
1: Okay, pivot. Yeah, working together. Uh huh. Because this is this is interesting. I think when we work together, because we're both kind of like um, weirdly alpha in some ways. We are. We it we gets, try to dominate each other. It gets creatively. It's sometimes. hot. No, I love it. It's hot. When we were doing the covers, we didn't know how to like harness it yet. It was the, at the very beginning.
0: <laughs> it's burning me. I'm and we would to...
1: be fucking yelling at each other. Yeah. Like, straight up yelling at each no, other. No,
0: and, and, and after it was done, we were like, we're over. love you, thanks, have a good yeah, day. Yeah,
1: we were like, oh, all right, let's just work, right? Yeah. And it, I and think it, and because it was. we
0: needed that energy to get us elevated to a point where to we were, like, giving our best. And you need to find somebody that you can just go through hard shit with. Like, don't don't marry somebody, don't commit to somebody unless you've been through some shit together. Because yeah. getting through shit like that is so important yeah. to know if it's going to last. Like, don't sign any legal documents with somebody for anything, until y'all been through some shit. So, seventeen years in, um, Alex had a, brought a great question. Actually, today I decided I wanted to call you Alice. <laughs> so, Alice had a great question. Um, he said, uh, "Do you have boundaries for the personal life and the work life?" The answer is no. The answer is no.
1: But we have slowly learned um
0: we're still really bad at vacationing. We don't take any breaks. So remember we no, live in we a have, one room loft.
1: Yeah, we do take breaks, but they're they're different. They're not like huge um
0: vacations, they, extravagant. Vacations,
1: but we definitely take breaks. We also have learned how to we, we have like become obsessed with being hyper efficient. Yeah. With how we work. So we do only work when we're writing or whatever we work on a, an hour at a time mm-hmm. per song and then move on to the next one because at that point we just start beating it up and start going the other way with it don't have a fresh perspective anymore right and um we usually stop by like two o'clock in the afternoon we wake up early and we work during the day and then at the, for like the rest of the day we, we still have separate time like you go off and do i go off
0: to my office and i work
1: and you learn
0: and i learn and at night time you write. sit on
1: youtube and you literally just learn
0: yeah, I really, he watches, you, I watch shows. you watch films and movies, uh, yeah. TV shows. And I study mm-hmm. like recently it's been Reiki. I, I am now like Reiki level two uh-huh. certified. I so.
1: love that you learn. That's hot.
0: Thank you. See? Yeah,
1: you're cute. What was the most stressful time of our, our relationship? You think
0: the most stressful time? It was never our relationship though.
1: It was never our relationship.
0: I re- can honestly say I've yeah. never been like worried about our relationship. <laughs>
1: Me either weird isn't that crazy that's so weird that's really weird
0: I was worried about like get, our career
1: I don't get jealous with you or anything
0: yeah I did in the beginning with you yeah I would be mad if he like Facebook girls I was like what the fuck, bro. that's because I got cheated on right so you have that like remaining trauma like that took me years y'all by the way if you get cheated on or or betrayed or abandoned it's like you're looking at seven to ten years <laughs> I was still dreaming about this person like it was lots rough. of letting go was rough it is so then you begin your spiritual journey together so you 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 find your person you partner you commit he makes you laugh you start a band you know set band blows up on youtube you go through all this crazy shit and maybe us clinging to each other through all of that was like strengthening
1: we always knew that it wasn't we weren't gonna let it affect our we weren't gonna break up over it right i think we always knew that we were like dude this is cool and everything but this isn't this isn't good enough for us to break up over this shit. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't. I, a lot of people, we've talked about this a few times, but, like, I don't know if people in the public know the lifestyle of the pop star, you know, the pop star lifestyle, whatever, is a very low quality of life, actually. Like, it's not a super high quality of life. It's can be really dark. So I think that was the only strain the for...
0: The only strain was, yeah, but it was usually because, cause it, like, it the label, affects, like, wouldn't do something that we needed them to do... And then it was like, oh, the record's failing and they couldn't and blah. It was never about each other. We were comforting each other through this mm-hmm. and strategizing. And You so. had
1: fucking balls of steel, dude. You have huge balls. I am so jealous of your huge balls. Huge balls. You by at the end of Carmen, you were like, dude, what the fuck are we doing here? And and I was like, No, I think we, you know, I was like Capricorn. I was like, No, we just totally. dig in. And Nick we is do like this never. But Never I also I up. also felt so just like exhausted by the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And you were like, dude, this is what we got to do. And I was like, cool. And then you even wanted to stop music completely. Oh, several and times. And I had to talk you into,
0: you were done. You know, you were done. You were over it. I was like, let's move to Colorado. They have mountains <laughs> and weed. But you just go with the flow. You find somebody who who really compliments you perfectly. It sounds mm-hmm. a lot more simple than it is. I'm sure it's really difficult. What do you say? But you got to trust the timing. That's that was my thing. I was in a rush to like find someone to replace my ex and it was just like why? I didn't need to date all those people. I did, I could have just waited and been patient. Yeah. So but it was good experience. I wrote a lot of songs about that <laughs> time pre-time period.
1: <laughs> yeah. Never let any good suffering go to go waste. Go to waste, right? Make art, make art, God, yeah. some of the best songs, some of the best whatever Put sometimes it in there. I still
0: write songs about my single my single life was was great. It was it. one of the most yeah. liberating times of my life, mm-hmm. so like running rushing into a relationship was like really not necessary, but I
1: didn't want to either.
0: <laughs> I didn't want it I didn't want it. I didn't need it. <laughs> then we blew okay. up with Carmen, we almost quit, uh, we were like, let's get married.
1: that was in the middle of Carmen, yeah. Wow, but, yeah, I forget. I forgot all of this. I forgot the process, but this is got- what
0: happens too. On your seventeenth anniversary, <laughs> you're going to be like, "Wait, you what's
1: your name again?" So yeah, but we did get married in the backyard of our first house.
0: Yes, we got the keys to our first little house. We in were Los so Angeles. excited. Because yeah. everybody said, "Don't buy the Maserati; just get the buy land." And I was don't like, spend a hundred thousand
1: dollars; spend one point five million dollars, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> and then go in there and, and fix every fucking thing. That yeah. house was a fixer. We
1: fixed the balls. Oh out my god! Of that place. They installed like you 8, put a thousand square you put like feet a of paper in the backyard.
0: I put a Disneyland in the backyard. You did. thinking we were gonna shoot it? We did, but like twice, That's and then we're it. like. <laughs> We installed a studio we like, in the guest house, well, and then we were like, let's sell this house. Well, I already used it. Yeah, and I began my design practice there.
1: When we uh, when we sold it, when we moved, we counted how many fucking... Guess how many chairs we had there? We two had, people. Two fucking people Two people lived there. in this house. Guess how many chairs we had there? 92.
0: 92 chairs. And 92. there was never anywhere to sit. And there was sit. never anywhere to sit. There was never anywhere to sit. <laughs> I was like, this is not... In alignment. This is not... I had oh, no. just begun to get spiritual. I started collecting crystals. Ooh, that yeah. was a good phase. Okay, we're getting It was there. a
1: great phase. It so we got married phase. in the
0: backyard privately yeah. because remember the label was like, don't get married. We can't market you then. Yeah. But anyway, we got through that and then we were like, cool, we're going to like build... Uh, independent music career. That was actually kind of the beginning of the end, wasn't it? Anyway, we what left. Was? We left that. We left the label, and then we signed to another label. Yeah, but there, yeah, <laughs> we <laughs> did. We that. But so that wasn't
1: no. That no, they. Were, I mean, that whole situation was just kind of. Uh, it, no, it was perfect for for what it needed to be. It was perfect. It was an indie. Small, Everything Sony, indie also indie works label. out
0: perfectly, by the way. I remember that was an emotional... And that was about around the time of our Saturn return. So remember, mm-hmm. we're born two days apart. We're going through the Saturn return. Those of you that don't know what a Saturn return is, bitch. Watch out for Saturn. If you're 29 to 31 years old, you better... St- Pull up your bootstraps.
1: It's Saturn time.
0: It's Saturn time. <laughs> Saturn return. the planet Saturn returns to the exact same spot that it was in when you were born. And Saturn is kind of a heavy planet, a karmic planet. Transformation. So basically, your Saturn return, it's not a bad thing. It's just like heavy growth time. Yes. So you can you're be like, uncomfortable. You're basically like becoming the real you. Yep. So again, with a major life in your 30s, is the yep. 30s is the best time for self-discovery. Yeah. So people in your 20s, you're doing amazing. Um, and then just you hang hit on. your
1: Saturn return again and you're in your, hit in your, in your, like 60. You right? do.
0: Tell us about the fuck it stage. We didn't talk
1: about the fuck it stage last time. The fuck it stage is the most fucking important stage you can fucking have. When you reach the fuck it stage, you literally just say fuck it.
0: How do you know? All the time. <laughs> How do you know you've reached the fuck it stage?
1: When you're like, you know what? Fuck it. That's the fuck it stage. All right. You have to, it's an incredibly dangerous, important, potent time.
0: Let us know in the comments if you've reached
1: it. It, when, if you're an artist, you have to reach the fuck it stage. You have that's no when choice. Finally, and also, like that's when you actually value your opinion more than everybody else. For
0: is. sure. You have to feel we didn't, the we, courage was, and the bravery to yeah, try something wild. Yeah, that's not something
1: that was comfortable for us at all. At the all. time. That was, yeah, that was at the very time, dangerous. That was just
0: like normal. <laughs> <laughs> See, because then you'll open yourself up to these other things. So yeah. we realized then that well, Nick is a producer now and I'm, so then naturally I started coming to the front as like this thing and I was like, wait, I've never written any song with only my own self and my own journey in mind and only from a female perspective. And mm-hmm. Carmen, I was always trying to say things that were like applicable to both of us and like we were trying and we're to write. we're
1: musically so, we're so different. We
0: are really different. But we also fuck with the same, we also we do. have
1: always had the same opinion on what was
0: right and what wasn't. That's interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. Find somebody who agrees with you on shit that you are passionate about. It's lovely. Then we, Mm. yeah, we got the house in the hill and we started Queen Herbie after I got sick with a C diff. I got, yeah, I got like a GI infection and I was like, I'm dying. I'm dead.
1: Thanks. That was a huge, it's been fun. That Saturn
0: return was rough and yeah
1: it was intense but i him. came
0: out of it being like oh what if i'm just selfish for a little while because i don't even want to be doing this anyway and then i was like totally re-inspired by queen herbie first song we wrote was gucci ep1 two three four five then and here we are
1: mm-hmm. yeah those days were fun
0: those days were really fun we had, we found all of our friends to come in and help with the videos and mm-hmm. we were just scraping because we were indie too. So we were like, shit, we can't like be spending like assholes. We need to like get these videos done for cheap, Fuck creative.
1: It. Fuck it. Fuck it stage. Busta yeah. Rhymes was one setup. I was like, we need to shoot the fucking balls out of this thing to make it look, to make it not be boring. Right. And we did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was incredible. And we continue to do that because we actually now enjoy that being our art. Mm -hmm. Simplicity. Oh my God. Like never overdoing it. So how would you say our relationship changed then uh, over the 17 years and these little, I feel like we're in like phase three. Oh yeah. Um, How is it now? Well, now you're a producer making your own money and I'm a a artist making my own money. So now we can buy each other things. Which we don't do. (laughs) Which we don't do. We just let Rick Ross send us the champagne. It's yeah. delicious. It's funny. We don't buy each
1: other things, do we? I try to buy you shit all the time. We're two, Bro. Tourists. We're two tourists. I try to buy you shit all the time. You're such a Midwest. I just
0: get so mad. I'm like, you how <laughs> could you spend $2,000 on a necklace? That is wasteful. <laughs> you do. you got to find somebody that supports the weirdness in you, too. I don't want you to go out and find the most attractive person you can find that's going to look good on your arm. Like I want y'all to be like, so sunny and share. So is that thing? I, guess that's I want a- you to look like you don't belong together. I want you to be free because that's going to just cut through all the bullshit so fast. You're going to be able to get to a point where (laughs) I want you to have a slow love, like where you can trust each other. And it's beautiful that way. I understand like the glam and the glitz of like having a big wedding, but I sang it like 500 weddings and let me tell you. What, what did you do a for a A very job? small percentage of those people were actually in love. From my, oh, my viewpoint. Oh, dark. I was like, damn, y'all spent a million dollars and you don't even love each other. Like, that is deep. And there then you go. it yeah. comes, when it comes to having fur babies together. Okay. Don't get two dogs. There we go. We Gary. got Gary. Gary was a lifelong dream I have of a, mine. Right? I have a
1: question for you. How do you feel about your sister, Luna? <laughs> Yeah, okay. And <laughs> said, how have the meals been lately? Back to you, Tom.
0: We got Gary cuz I drew him on a napkin in an air- <laughs> in an airplane. We were on our way to some shit. We were on a godforsaken Twenty seventh plane for the week or something, yeah. Yeah, And it was like, you know, and I was like, I'm gonna die. And then we did a lot of like little fucking on like a napkin. I drew a picture of Gary, and I was like, I am manifesting a dog. We're gonna have a normal life. I'm gonna be happy, and I'm gonna.
1: (laughs) No, that's true. So that happened, and it literally. Looked exactly like this yeah. little fucker. So
0: then we got Gary. And then a couple years later, we got Luna because I felt like Gary was sad and he needed a mail-order bride.
1: He did.
0: But then <laughs> Luna turned out to be her own independent woman. And she... <laughs>
1: they are siblings, not... Not lovers. Married, not lovers. Not lovers.
0: I will say doing a podcast with your partner, too. It's really interesting. We've we felt so liberated by this. We just want to thank everybody for listening and especially the folks that are leaving comments and... It means a lot to us that you even give a fuck about us, and we, we've been very like newly inspired by doing this podcast. We feel like we're able to be completely ourselves with you, and I it's couldn't say that. It's something new and fresh. I couldn't say that in the past. Now that my hair's orange, everything's easier.
1: Champagne helps.
0: It does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will say, even if you, let's say, God forbid, you never find the person that you're supposed to be with. Like, bitch, I was ready to be a single queen in my little studio apartment with my microphone with the lipstick all over it. Like (laughs) I getting Chinese takeout every day, baby. My espresso machine like single life is fucking awesome. If that is your path in this lifetime, I just think we don't need to stigmatize it, y'all. It's incredible. This you are going to experience coming into this world and leaving this world with only yourself right on the other side apparently you do have a bunch of buddies meet Mm you a bunch of souls and you have a family and and we are all one i know we'll get there eventually with this podcast but it's also fucking awesome to just be single and rock tits and just be a bad bitch on that note
1: we're breaking up (laughs) oh my god
0: (laughs) But if we were, it would be fine. It'd be
1: fine. Not that there's anything wrong with that.
0: No, it is amazing if you find a partner. If you don't, if you have seven partners, you know, throughout your life, your journey, you never know what's going to happen. So just relax, enjoy it. Make sure to put yourself first and be ready to just like pivot when needed. Because it's always changing. It's always evolving. If it's with somebody, great.
1: It is evolving. God, it does evolve a lot, especially with someone (laughs) who evolves a lot. (laughs) But it's fun. It is fun. It's it's the, ultimate, uh, it's the ultimate adventure, I guess. Yeah, it is. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm having a good time. You having a good time still? I love you, babe. I love you, too.
0: Thank good you. good to see you. Good to see you. You want to make out later? You want to make out in the laundry room? You want to make out in oh the my laundry room? We totally room? could. Doing it, uh, dear that resident, that will not be on please, the
1: podcast. Uh, we do have <laughs> film of the uh, dear
0: resident. Uh, <laughs> we will be finding you. The HOA will be taking away your rights. <laughs> uh, no, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a beautiful week, and we will catch you next week. We're gonna get right back into like the get back into the productivity. We're like, let's have a little emotional week. It had a little bit of tips in there. Yeah, it did. And thank you for listening to House of Herbie. Mwah! Thank you.